Hello and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stern. Here with Lisa Stearns. We're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good afternoon, morning, or evening, whenever you're listening to or watching Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns. I'm Lisa Stearns. And uh, welcome to Just One Thing. Today we are going to talk about patience. Not the girl, <laughs> but the idea. And it doesn't really fall into any one of the four categories that we typically talk about, which are becoming happier, managing stress, becoming a little healthier, and, and, and improving your relationship. Because patience really applies to all four of these things. Absolutely. And uh, as we were talking about uh, our broadcasts, uh, we decided that we really better address patience because it's probably one of the the key things that's going to make all of this possible. So before I start yammering too much about it, Lisa, uh, let me ask you, why is patience so important when you're dealing with and aiming at just one thing? Um, well, as you said, we've talked about this quite a bit, and I know my journey, uh, I am definitely a fast rewards, very dedicated, I'm going after something till I get it, till I, you know, whatever. Um, and I know that patience tripped me up a lot, that it ended up being very frustrating. I felt like I wasn't making any progress. I, I, I wouldn't say I ever completely walked away from something because that's not my nature. Mm -hmm. But I think patience is definitely one of those things that's a, it is a pitfall. And if you're not aware of the impact that impatience is having on your desire to change, it is going to be a huge obstacle for any accomplishment that you would like to make. Don't you agree? Uh, I do agree. Um, and when we talk about patience in just one thing, uh, we talked about, I think, maybe a couple of examples as they relate to our four topical areas. Why don't you sort of elaborate on any one of those, whether it's improving a relationship, okay. becoming a little healthier, okay. any one of our topics. Okay. Um, to me, I would apply it to, uh, let's pick stress management, okay. um, because that, that's the best label I can give to the area that I worked on the most. And what I found was I was going to, I could say, you know, I was going to meditate the hell out of something. <laughs> so, you know, so I'm really going to... I'm going I'm to win <laughs> at meditation. At meditation, right. And, uh, and I was, we were just talking about this. I gave an example of being away at a vacation. And I knew, you know, we were going to be here for two weeks. And I had this great help, uh, self-help book called Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. And I just said, okay, I'm going to sit down every day. I'm just going to spend like three or four hours. I'm going to read the chapters. I'm going to journal and journal and journal. And by the time I come home after the two weeks, I'm going to be a changed woman. And I literally exhausted myself. I did that for two or two and a half days. And then I was so tired and I cried for several sure. days after that because it was just too much. It's just too much. And it was very disheartening. Uh -huh. I felt very frustrated in not being able to move forward at the pace that I thought I should be able to. Okay. Um, so I think in, in, in understanding that, I think that was a really good lesson for me to say, wait a minute, this is a very deeply organic process and you need to allow the time, much like waiting for yeast to rise or a cake to bake. Well, those, yeah, those are the perfect examples I was going to think of. And I, if I can jump in, I, I had sort of three examples that I like to think about when I'm talking about 
the importance of patience. Uh, one is, and you talked about yeast rising or whatever, you know, if, if you're baking cookies and it says it's going to take a half an hour at 350 degrees, you can't turn it up to 700 degrees <laughs> have and have the cookies minutes. come out right. in 15 minutes. It, it just doesn't work like that. It's, it's a chemical. It's an organic right. process. Uh, and the other example I use is, you know, you know with, with human pregnancy, it takes nine months for that baby to gestate, for all of the, you know, the cells to divide, for the new organs to grow, etc. No matter what you do, right. you can't exercise, eat better, things to make that happen faster. <laughs> right. uh, and then the last one that I think, and I use this analogy all the time, particularly when, it's ta- when you're talking about one thing at a time, is these little behaviors, they have to become ingrained, they have to become habitual. If you're building a skill that's made up of little steps, you have to not only build each step, but then how do they all smoothly go together right. um, you know, in one process? And you, and you can't rush that. And, it's, and it's, I liken it to compound interest and a savings account. Right. If, I'm, if right. I'm saving you know, a few pennies a day, a dollar a day, a dollar here, but I'm saving continuously, right. I can't retire with my 401k at the end of one year. It takes really a whole career. It takes 30 or 40 right. years with compound interest, a few pennies a day, which is not a big deal. It's the one thing at a time, right. but it takes a long time before I can retire. And uh, if I can keep talking for just a, a few minutes, because I, I don't want to monopolize, especially in when it comes to health and fitness, the folks that I deal with, they're the, they're the most impatient. You know, I want to lose, oh, yeah. lose 10 pounds in a, in a week. <laughs> I, I want to be able to run a marathon in you know, a, a, you know, a Boston qualifying time a month from now. Right. And, you know, when I think about losing weight, because I work on small behaviors and I'm more concerned with your habits, your behaviors, et cetera. I, I tell people it may take six months to a year of just working on your behaviors. You may not lose any, any weight, weight, right? but that's compound interest that's building up and building up. And now these behaviors are in place, like eating a little slower, maybe adding more vegetables to each meal maybe learning what it feels like to walk away from the table when I'm 80% full right. instead of stuffed. And if those become habituated now and they've accumulated at the end of a year. Now, all of a sudden I'm starting to see real progress right. and, it, and it's not work. I'm not suffering. I'm right. not starving, right. but those little habits have added up and they really become powerful, right. but you have to be patient enough right. for all of right. those things to accrue. Right. And it's, it's the accrual. That, right. That's the important thing. And, and I think, um, one of the things that we've discussed frequently is that as you are building these little tiny changes, these little tiny habits that you are allowing to, to kind of nurture and blossom, all of a sudden one of those will be a big leap. Yeah. yeah <laughs> all of a sudden. Because it's, it's, yeah, it's not. It, related to nothing. It, it, may, <laughs> it may seem slow and a grind, but there are rewards built in there. Like, oh, I got that one today. And then sometimes... Like when it comes to meditation, as a good example, um, like all of a sudden you think, wow, I, I really nailed it today. Right. I was really able to control my brain a focused. little better than right. I have ever been in the past. And I feel really good about that. Right. And that, right. you know, sort of those rewards sort of begin to accrue too. Yeah. Well, going, going back to the stress management thing, I think for me, it was expecting, okay, if I'm doing all this stuff, I should be getting it right. Why am I still feeling anxious? Why am I still feeling this? you know, this constant feeling of nervousness or tension or anxiety or overwhelm. Um, and, but I continued to do those little tiny practices and all of a sudden something would happen that normally would have really triggered me mm-hmm. that in that particular instance, it was a breeze. Sure. So we've talked a little bit about why patience is so important. 
particularly when you're sort of approaching our topical areas one step at a time or just one thing, tell me how does one become more patient? Because most of us Aren't. are not patient. Right. <laughs> you know, I think if you look at us together, I've probably always been the more patient person. Absolutely. I have a long-term view of things. As you said, I'm like, I want it today, I want it tomorrow, you know, <laughs> right. those kinds of things. How does one become more patient? Um, I find that, just go back to my example of, of being on the vacation, um, it, it is all of a sudden recognizing in that moment that you're not patient, that you recognize, oh, I'm so frustrated, or I'm so disappointed, or it's not coming fast enough, or why can't I get to this place when I continue to plug away at it? It's in that moment of frustration, of disappointment, of anger, that you stop and take a moment and recognize that this is a time where you can just take a breath. Mm. And it is the time for you to understand that it's not going to happen fast. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, I think it is in the frustration oh, absolutely. That, that you can say, oh, wait a minute, this is the time that I need to be mindful and just let it go and let it be what it is. And I, I think uh, when, when, I, when I think of myself being impatient, probably the area that I had to work on the longest was however level you want to call it. I never killed anybody, <laughs> but it's road rage. Driving in the car, absolutely. <laughs> that was where you would see me get angry. I would yell at people. I would gesture, all of those kinds of things. And uh, you know, I decided for my own safety and because I realized I was making you afraid to be with me, uh, it was just became important to me to sort of work on that. And I, and I was not patient at first because then I became, you know, impatient with being impatient. <laughs> right. um, and, I, and I think it's just, it is, and I, I started to use some of the techniques of, of mindfulness. And I think part of it for me in terms of being patient, learning to be patient was um, a belief that the process would produce results. Absolutely. I had to have some belief in that, that if I just stuck with it, if I kept plugging away, um, you know, I may fail, you know, five times, but the strategy was sound. Right. I would just, you know, when something happened, I would remind myself, you know, I don't know this person's story. They may be rushing to the hospital. Right. And in fact, I'm not in a hurry. So why am I reacting this way? And it was just taking that moment you know, like nine times out of 10, it didn't work. One time it worked. Right. Okay, can I replicate this? Not so much at Not first. Yet. right. But you just keep, you, you just keep at it. Right. And you have the trust that my process is correct, that eventually I'll have a breakthrough. And then you start having breakthroughs. It sort of reinforces the patients and then becomes habitual. And now it's, I, I almost never. Right. You know, have road rage or get angry at other drivers anymore. Right, right. So. And, and I think the other thing is that I'd like to interject there is that uh, the fact that you are upset with yourself, the fact that you feel frustrated or disappointed or whatever, that is the perfect time to say, I don't, I don't need to be upset with myself. I can just, I can just recognize that I don't have to feel... So, so there's a little self-compassion there. Absolutely, yeah. yes, yes. That is the perfect time to, to recognize that you have self-talk going on and the self-talk is feeding whatever that negative behavior is sure. that you're trying to, to straighten out, clean up, get rid of whatever. And so that's, a, again, another moment for you to say, you know what? I don't need to be upset with myself that I was impatient. Sure. I don't need to be upset with myself that I wasn't, uh, you know, that I yelled at somebody while I'm driving. I can just recognize in that moment, oops, that was the behavior that I'm looking to change and I'll remember that for next yeah, time. Yeah, and I wanted to elaborate. Sort of, I, I like the, the it takes nine months for a woman to produce a baby. 
Um, most of the habits and the just one things that we are talking about have to do with behaviors, which are driven by you know the structures in our brain. And you're, you're changing behaviors. You're actually reinforcing new Connection. Oh, yes. new connections in your brain. And that just doesn't happen automatically. Right. You have really ingrained connections that sort of like drive your habits and behaviors right now. Yeah. And to turn those old ones off and turn new ones on, that is truly and literally an organic process. Yeah. And, well. and, and you, have to, you have to wear down those new paths until they overtake and become more powerful than the old paths. Right. And, and it's perfect. I was thinking of like a super highway. You know, you've got this, this highway of connections in your head and you're not going to build a road tomorrow. Right. <laughs> you know, you're not going to say, well, you know, I'm driving down 95. I'm going to suddenly turn it into something else and we're going to veer. And that's not going to happen tomorrow. I got to lay the roadbed. I got to hire the crews. I got to pass the tax levy. Do you right. even decide I want to do this? Right. Yeah. And I, that's a great analogy. Just thinking about, you know, what, how, how much time is it going to take to create a new path? It doesn't happen quickly. It takes time. Right. So. With all that being said, talked a little bit about why patience is important because it's critical if you're approaching making your life better. Absolutely. With just yes. one thing at a time. Uh, we talked a little bit about how you might be more patient. Mm -hmm. So what we always like to do is leave people with like, what is just one thing that you could do to inculcate this? So what's your thought on that? Um, my one thing is to try to catch yourself in that moment that you think, ah, oh, shoot. You know, I'm so stupid because there I was being impatient with the kids again. Or I'm so you know, dumb that I didn't, I can't change myself tomorrow. Or I ate a cookie, I'm so stupid. I think it's catching that. If you can catch that thing one every ten right. times, I think that is a huge uh, beginning step towards changing that behavior. And I think I will, my just one thing is... Just keep plugging away yes. and have trust that it's going to work yes. and just keep keep at it. Yes. You might you might be frustrated. You might not feel patient, but if you just keep plugging away, you're acting like you're patient. Yes. And that will kind of, over time, take care of itself and make, make you more patient. It's the it's the fake it till you make it kind of thought that I guess I would right. sort of urge people to do. And, and, and as, a, as, a, as a reality check, how long do you say it took you to become a calm driver? Years. 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 It was five, Absolutely. six years, seven I mean, years. I'm really focused on it because yes. I, you know, we were headed up to go snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was passing somebody on a no passing zone and the guy got really mad and he chased me like for miles. I thought he was going to shoot me or something. I, I got to change this. And that was, that's been 10 years ago. That's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. So, so I and think I, it's and important. I've, and I've been working at it. Right. And it's only the break, the breakthrough it, and I, and I tried and failed many times, but the breakthrough only happened probably in the last year. Yes. I'm you know, where all of a sudden I'm just like, I just don't even feel it anymore. Right, right, yeah. yeah. So I think that's important. I think that was important, yeah. you know, just to uh, give people a time scale in terms of, you know, this isn't something, well, even though you and I are talking about it like it's easy. Oh, my gosh. It is not One easy. One step at a time <laughs> is easy, but actually accumulating and getting the results, the long-term results. results that you want, takes a while. You have to be patient, but it will pay off. Yes, it so, will. And so until next time, oh, one thing that we wanted to do. Yes, is we wanted to sort of uh, make sure that people were aware that we each have coaching businesses. And if you like what you're hearing on Just One Thing, be aware that when it comes to health and fitness, uh, I do provide coaching to particularly busy executives and professionals who think that they just don't have the time to be healthier and more fit. And I do provide coaching to them. And you can reach me at bradsterns.com. 
and I work with women in business and I help women that are overwhelmed and feel uh, that their life is chaotic and I help them put calm and order to their business and their lives and you can find me at lisasterns.com. Until next time, just, just one, one thing. thing.